Joga Benito, Nogamit, Yalpal, Kualon Kafa, Bola Sepak. Whatever you call it, football is the world game. And 32 nations are descending on Russia in search of the ultimate prize. Argentina, Brazil, Germany, England. These are countries that have held the World Cup aloft. But this show isn't about those countries. This show is about the dark horses, the long shots, the battlers with a fistful of hope and a heart full of pride. This is Metallica, colon, minnows versus the world. Colon, roundabout to Russia. Hello and welcome back to Medallica colon Minos versus the world colon roundabout to Russia where everything is fucking awful. <laughs> uh, isn't it just Gus? Uh, yes, Rig. It sure is. You're Rig. I'm Gus. That's you can tell us apart by our names, but not our voices. Well, yes, you can. I was telling one of our one of our fans who put this up on uh, on a comment on one of our Facebook posts. Rig myself has a chocolatey baritone, whereas Gus has more of a velvety baritone. Fantastic. Hope that helps. Got that? Great. Fuck you, our marketing team, who've been saying this for two years. <laughs> anyway, last night, Australia v. Peru. Isn't Bola Sepak a fucking cruel game? Oh, we got absolutely flogged. Yep. And not just in a way where... We lost uh, to Peru, but also the horrible, mind-numbing draw over in the France-Denmark game. Oh, wow. Man, it wouldn't even have mattered. Yeah, it really wouldn't have, it, which would have been... It's one of those things where, you know, when people say, if you lost by a point or you lost by, by 10 goals, yeah. like, I mean, what would feel worse? And most times, you'd, I'd probably say the one point, me personally. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is about the worst that it could get. We got jumped by Peru... On the table and in the game, so now we finish last in our group, thus fulfilling the inane <laughs> Facebook chat of the whole world, <laughs> who were Fa like... The Facebook prophecy, which, as we all know, ended in crying laughing, laughing emojis. <laughs> anyway, so we'll have a, have a quick chat through it. Um, Peru jumped us real early yep. through uh, a goal to Andre Democratic uh, People's Republic of North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> which is not the longest bowl we've drawn, funnily no, enough. No, <laughs> not no, even close. Not even. Um, so he got behind our uh, our defence pretty quickly. I think it was about the fifteenth minute, maybe even earlier. Eighteenth. Oh God, that is early in soccer. Yeah, that's really early. Everything before seventy minutes is early. Totally. And then uh, just to put the final. Knife in the wound. We also had Earl Cray, aka Paolo Guerrero, <laughs> score against us in the uh, second half. Yeah, just a few cruel deflections uh, on that one. Yeah, which sucked. Ugh. And the people's trader who brought fifty-eight members of his family watched him concede two goals. Oh yeah, but it's all about the experience, right? Sure, I bet he's one happy with that half a million dollar investment. One of those kids was asleep though, as we saw in the in the vision. That all I want is that. So that I can use that image from now on whenever Australia fail. <laughs> it's just a mum on her iPhone while her kid is asleep. <laughs> use it whenever Australia fails, so it's going to get a lot of mileage. Oh, well, especially in this sport, because we didn't do good. However, neither did many other countries. No. It is getting real, real pointy as we uh, get towards the knockout stages. Mm. So, yeah, we'll get into that in a second, but firstly... Couple other things to unpack. Yeah. Obviously, the big story. Yeah, so the big story, uh, it was Timmy time, finally. Of course. Uh, he finally got in, Twitter lit up, 
And it just was very, as I would imagine, and we assumed it would be, very anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out maybe Aussie Burt had a point not playing our 38-year-old uh, <laughs> thoroughbred earlier. <laughs> who, but... who, who had not played a game in nine months. No, it was. there's a weird photo of him standing next to Daniel Azani and... Um, my God, Kale looks ancient. <laughs> there, there are lines on his face that shouldn't exist on a leather-bound book. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure if uh, if science had a look at those lines, they could correctly determine his real age. <laughs> yeah, the dude like, is a dead-set fossil. He's a, he's a tree. <laughs> Count his rings. Um, anyway, so he's uh, he's come onto the pitch in about the 50th... Uh, oh. Minute odd. It was early in the second oh, half. Was it early-ish? Was it? Yeah, he yeah, he right. got a fair bit of pitch time. But yeah. for me, this is basically due to the public outcry. It's almost like Bert is one of those kids who goes to a house party and is like, "No, I'm not really a drinker." And then by the end of the night, he's like, "Fine, fine, I'll have a beer." <laughs> has it? And then he's like, "I told you, I hated it." <laughs> <laughs> and smugly looks at everybody <laughs> while they're drunk, being like, this is the problem, you're the problem. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying I'm better than you, I'm just thinking it. <laughs> it's uh, So it's pretty... Look, it, it, uh, the curtain comes down on um, on Cahill's career, I would think, uh, in terms of World Cups anyway. Yeah, but um, he, hasn't, he has not at all let himself down. He got 40 minutes of pitch time yeah. in the entire World Cup, but his previous... This was kind of a. This was the encore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the rest of his career prior to this, he's the greatest football that we've ever had. Yeah, and uh, and nothing's going to change that. And so, I mean, look, it is his potentially first of many John Farnham esque farewell tours. Oh, I can't wait till he gets six <laughs> minutes in the twenty twenty six World <laughs> yeah, Cup. It's going to be the best when he's forty two. He'll be Mark Schwartz's age. Oh, he'll be forty six by that point. Yikes. <laughs> 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 that is that is Gary Ablett's senior esque old. Ah, uh, so bad. So Cahill, uh, you know what 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 can you say? But uh, actually, just a tiny little thing before we move on to one of the other points. He he was actually getting quite emotional towards the you know after the after the final whistle had gone. He was going over to some Australian fans to give his shirt, which I assume is going to be worth a lot of money if he does not play again uh, at a World Cup. And he goes to give it to a kid, as you do. He's a family man. He's got many kids. And he goes to give it to a kid, and a fucking Peruvian fan tried to snatch it off a child. What? Yeah. <laughs> How much else do you want from us, Peru? <laughs> you thieving fucks. Yeah. You take our points, you take our goals, and now you want our actual clothes. Our actual clothes, you fucking <laughs> The dicks. shirt off our backs. Yeah, no, it was super gross. And you could actually see Cahill chastising this bloke. Oh, I love just that. Just being like, what the fuck? Get out of it, you piece of shit. <laughs> Kale just goes into full corner post boxing, knocks this guy out. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so it's Cahill. Uh, other other main story, I guess. Well, probably the shining light, I would say, of the game had to be Rage and Rogic. Oh, you've been talking this guy up and it's been, it's been one of those moments where started at the last game mm. when... Uh, you started talking about how you'd watch the, uh, the five-minute Celtic highlight package. <laughs> the footage of him tearing it up for Celtic. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch that. I'm too busy watching these videos of animals with dubbed human voices. <laughs> <laughs> too busy watching paint dry. So uh, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's, I'll just put that in the this basket over here of things that I'm not going to do, <laughs> which is overfloweth. Um, but my God, did he bring it. 
Yeah. Ra- Ragin' Tommy Rogics uh, was all over the pitch. He was in everything in the first half. And then, as has become the theme with Bert, got subbed. <laughs> as is tradition. What the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? And they brought on... The, not the Balkan barista, but a guy who literally looks like he works in the same cafe. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson Irvine. Jackson Irvine with the man bun. <laughs> who is yet to, to fire a shot of any meaningful uh, matter at all. Yeah, yeah, it was gross. But uh, Tommy Rogic, they say he's the future, but I feel like with a lot of... Uh, hyperbole that that gravitates around the the Australian soccer team. I still think he's actually quite old. Like he like for a soccer player, I'm pretty sure. Um, I could be wrong there, but I was just like he's like, "Oh, he's the future." I'm like, "The dude looks about 30." <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, "I don't actually know if that dude is actually going to be the the I mean, he's 25. So he's 25. He was born in the 90s, that helps. So, I mean, but he'll be 29 at the next World Cup, which if you were in South America, they'd say, get the fuck off the national team, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I think it is it is one of those ones where when I look at him, I can't help but think of the uh, the guy from The Simpsons who goes and works at the nuclear power plant who just hates Homer. Frank Grimes? Yeah, he is, <laughs> he is dead set Frank Grimes. <laughs> look at the two oh. of them side by side. <laughs> Tom Grimey Rogic. <laughs> That's so hectic. Oh. Oh, but yeah, I thought he had a great game. Uh, unlucky to to get a, a there was a, a an amazing passage of play where he went into the box there and then he put it on the left. But there's a bit of a deflection, which was unfortunate. But hey, could be the future. Yep, absolutely. And as we've seen from Kale, we're just going to freeze everybody in carbonite and bring them back <laughs> when we need them. Absolutely. Speaking of the future. How can we talk about the future of Australian soccer without talking about the unrelenting hatred of Robbie Cruz? <laughs> yes, Robbie Penelope Cruz yeah. <laughs> is being proven to be more hated than any other sportsman in the in the history of our country. And we've had some stinky sportsmen. Yeah, we've had some people who've actually done some real bad stuff. Oh, yeah. We've had murderers. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's brutally unfair because he it actually is. was not bad last night. He wasn't bad, but the thing was he wasn't <laughs> good. good. And that's the thing for a lot of Australians. I mean, he he failed like in in Denmark uh, in the Denmark game. He failed to do a bunch of things, and people were like, "You're really pissing me off." Yeah. Right? Anything less than him scoring a hat trick yeah. would be seen as a failure. Yeah, very tough judgment over here in Australia from the entire country who watches soccer for a fortnight every four years. And when I say unrelenting hatred, I sent you a photo before we went so on air. Easy. Which is so full on. This dude obviously had had a few too many beers at 2 a.m., which is what time the, the game finished down here in Australia. Yeah. This guy had tattooed on him in separate lines in bold font, fuck Robbie Cruz, <laughs> tattooed on him for life. <laughs> I've seen some bad tats. Yeah. And usually they're misspelled. That one was spelt impeccably. Impeccably. And it was done yeah. very well. <laughs> that, High end. That'll last forever. That, that won't fade. That it, it, it won't. It's 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 a high quality tattoo. Yeah. But I'm kind of thinking like he much like Robbie Cruz himself, that tattoo's only gonna be relevant every four years. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it's only gonna show up once every three years. <laughs> <laughs> For a fortnight, you can see it, then it disappears into the ether. Absolutely. 
And uh, the one of one of the next things, I guess, overall looking at the team's performance, I think it's fair to say, in uh, unequivocally and in in my very unprofessional opinion, go on, we stick. Oh, totally, we stick. We got a real odor about us. Yeah, it's and it's like when we have that real ch- chip on our shoulder uh, when we head into these competitions, we're like, we'll surprise some people. We'll do some stuff. We did. We surprised ourselves with how poorly we did. Yeah, and I'm just like, we went in, we scored two goals, both off penalties and VAR decisions. <laughs> you know who's got egg on his face? Jose Marinho. <laughs> the aqua slut. <laughs> Pre-cup, you idiot. You said that we we're going to get through and you jinxed the shit out of us and you gave yeah. Russia all the good juju. <laughs> now now they've somehow torn it up yeah. and, uh, and taken our rightful cosmic place. Yeah, it's horseshit. So... Look, another four years is going to take us to get back to what I assume is going to be exactly the same place. Oh, how's the last 30 minutes of commentary where it was just talking about how Australia should really take some positives out of this World Cup? Yeah. We are building towards something. We are building towards some wins. And it's like... That's exactly what they said last time. Yeah. How many times... If This this is what it must be like to be a Carlton Blues fan. <laughs> just every <laughs> single time you roll out, you go, well, at the start... It's nil all, and then quickly it's not. And yeah. you have been absolutely doused in petrol and set alight. Yeah, like that monk in Vietnam. I had this, <laughs> so, to be fair, yeah. that was self-immolation. Yeah, okay, Did fair. it to themselves, so do not edit that. Anyway, <laughs> it was it was really... I was speaking of the commentary, Craig Moore. When are we going to learn, right, that, no just more beca- that just because... Two is... T- <laughs> one no is too many. No Craig's club. club. We can have one, but not even... Not even. Um, when are we going to learn as a nation that you cannot, simply because you've done the job, go into a commentary position? Craig Moore played for a lot of the time. I understand why they bring him on and why they bring ex-sportsmen to come in. It's not everyone's bag. No. It, there is not a direct correlation, as far as I'm aware, between being able to manipulate a sphere with your feet and being able to talk with your mouth. <laughs> So, until someone shows me how those two activities are at all related, yeah. Mark Taylor, Craig Moore, both of you can fuck off. Yeah, it's just, it's, some of the chatter is so inane. I get it. It's 90 minutes, all right? You and I have, have done games before. Yeah. But some of it is just so cringeworthy, but worse than being cringe is super, super obvious. Oh, yeah. Like, why... Would anyone need to hear such gems as, well, if Australia are going to try to win this game, they're going to need to score some goals? What? Good on you, mate. What the fuck, man? Everyone knows that. Uh, up to this point, I thought there was actually a giant who uh, who dares win style challenge that descends on the 75th minute. It has all the effectiveness of telling a person who's going off in a fit of rage to calm down. That's not going to make <laughs> anything better. Oh, my God. Yep. Fair enough. So, Craig Moore, you stink. Yep. Just as we do. Just as we Just do. As the Australian Maybe it's a match does. made in heaven. Maybe yeah. that's why they put you on. Oh, big time. Alrighty. So, as we said, it is getting rather pointy as, uh, as 32 becomes 16. Yep. Not quite the Spice Girls song, but it is basically <laughs> the same maths. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. When 32 becomes 16. Um, so good. So we are looking at some of the results. Unfortunately, we have seen the demise of uh, two minnow possibilities in Nigeria and Iceland, yep. which 
the worst possible outcome for that group. Yeah. Argentina somehow sneaks through. They were on one, one point. point. They were languishing yeah. at the bottom. They went through on goal difference and everything yeah. is bad. Yeah, that's super, super bad. Yep, which uh, effectively puts it in a situation with um, groups A, B, C, and D where it's just fuck all minnows. Yeah, so to go over them, I mean, group group A is not too bad because Russia is going through. Yeah. So we are fucking hitching. We're, we're, hitch, we're hitching to that bag, bag wagon. All the bags. Yeah. We are going to be on them. No, so we're hitching to the, the bandwagon. For uh, for Russia, yeah. Um, as they move ahead, they came second. They're uh, our boys next, next to Uruguay. We certainly didn't say they stunk pre cup. Yeah, didn't deserve to be there. <laughs> Group B was one of those half and half uh, mixtures. Obviously, you had two titans of world football and two guys that were so so off the pace. But last Iran, ten minutes of both those games, Iran fucking took it to Portugal. Yep, my God, I was yep. hoping that uh, that they would sneak through, um, which is insane. Which is crazy. If because of all the draws, Iran were up over Portugal. Yeah. They were ahead, and also Ronaldo <laughs> missed a penalty. Yeah. So it was like, great, this is the game. This is this is where Iran, they're our minnow, such a dark horse, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, hold on. Portugal are really good. Yeah. They're, they're insanely good. I, yeah. fe- I feel like some of these teams, they're so good and so European and or South American. Well, not and or. Or... Uh, that, Tough to be both. Yep, yeah, sure is. Brazil's but probably the closest. They, uh, I feel like they play a lot of World Cup games in third. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when it comes to crunch time, they're like, "All right, guys, let's pull our finger out and fucking punch it to fifth. Totally, it's uh, just crazy. And that's, I think, what happened in that Portugal game, Portugal Iran game. Yeah, good for world football that Messi continues in the World Cup because he's a superstar. Yep. Bad for the world. Yeah. Not football, bad for the world that it is just status quo. Yeah, absolutely. It's No one gains anything by Russia getting through, but people would have gained a lot by, say, Egypt or Iran getting yeah, through. 100%. It's like, Russia stink and they are awful and we are Team and Russia. they are bribing their way <laughs> yeah. through this competition. But yeah, look, I mean... Anyway, we we we'll move on to uh, to Group C. We obviously mentioned that uh, that we came last in that group. France and Denmark are going to move through. Um, in and then obviously we mentioned Group D: Croatia, Argentina, uh, going through at the expense of Nigeria and Iceland, uh, two other minnows. Now, creates a weird one uh, for France and Denmark with that with the, their round of sixteen matchups are now due to Argentina falling over themselves. France play Argentina in the round of sixteen. Which you would have considered pre-World Cup to be a semi-final yeah, sort like of a, bout, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Denmark play Croatia, Croatia. Mm. which everybody would have said it feels like a group match. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 gonna be there's gonna be some weird games coming up. But speaking of, it is getting as we go further through the groups, it oh, starts yeah. getting it gets real hot. a lot hotter for our for our minnows. So. In Group E, we've got Brazil, Switzerland, Serbia, and Costa Rica. Costa Rica, categorically out, zero points. uh, They're cooked. Serbia, though, technically a minnow. They're on three points. Switzerland on four, Brazil on four. The only bad thing being that Serbia is playing Brazil in their last match. They're most likely, uh, you would imagine, going to get doused. However, a draw creates some interesting 
uh, situations if Costa Rica can beat Switzerland. Which is almost definitely not going to happen. Great. <laughs> Glad that we had this important <laughs> chat. So, so yeah, uh, that group looks like it's probably sorted. Yeah, probably. But it gets a bit more interesting the further we go down. So, Group F, Mexico, Germany, Sweden, South Korea. This South one's a banger. South this Korea group is a banger. Is gone. Yeah. They are- Despite swapping shirts and playing chess when everyone else is playing checkers. Yeah. yeah. Mexico's on six. Uh, Germany on three, Sweden on three. So it's still wide open. Mexico can still go out. Mexico can still go out. And Sweden can go in. Yeah. Which is still, I'm still technically calling, that's still technically a minnow. I'm counting it. Anyone can finish top of that. Yeah, absolutely. So Sweden plays Mexico. So Mexico is still going to play with a bit of dash and a bit of intent. They have to. All, All they need is a point. And Germany are just going to straight up. Oh. Like no protection, yeah, straight in. That, that is that is gonna going be in dry. It's going to be real bad. <laughs> and Group G: England, Belgium, Tunisia, Panama. Business as usual. Yeah. We all know what's happening there. It goes. Oh, unless you read the Guardian articles, yeah. who are, who are all like, "Great, unleash the fucking blitzkrieg on uh, on Belgium. Let's finish on nine points, etc." Belgium, no one's going to give a fuck. I mean, those, maybe, guys, Matt, those I, guys are both going to be happy to go through. The only thing that I would say about that and why the English media would say shit like that is because they'd probably just actually want to play against top tier opposition before they move on. Like, actually put in a good performance against Belgium, who are very good, before they move on. It's irrelevant. They're going out in the quarters. Crackle's already said this. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> it's done. Yeah, I know. But they're, I mean, I'm just saying that that's, that's probably what they're getting at. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And that's how it goes. Uh, Tunisia and Panama, obviously scrapped. Group H is Panama now, are still celebrating, by group, the way. Group H are my favourite group yeah. left. This is this is the uh, potluck uh, group of all dishes. I'm literally salivating. Japan, Senegal, Colombia, Poland. Yeah. Poland are on zero. They're not gonna they're not gonna advance. Uh, Everyone else is alive. Japan uh, remains, I think, the sole Asian team. That, yep. that can make it uh, through to the group of 16. Sure are. Uh, Senegal, I think, are also the only African team uh, that uh, can make it through as well. Yes. Yeah. So yep. um, some big hopes there uh, that, that are on the shoulders of those players. Senegal uh, plays Poland. No, Japan plays Poland in their final group match, I believe. And by that, I yeah, mean... Yeah, because Senegal played Japan in the last round and Colombia played Japan. So that means that Japan have to play Poland. So, yeah, Sen- sorry. Sen- yeah, so Japan plays Poland and Senegal plays Colombia. That Senegal-Colombia game is going is to be, be monstrous. hectic. Yep. It is just going to be like, that's probably my pick for the, the next big game to watch and probably to get crackle on. Uh, would be the Senegal uh, Colombia game because that is just going to be an absolute cracker and it's going to affect the group. Yeah, real H- hectically, hugely. But I'm hoping because we said at the start Japan Senegal. Yeah, as a laugh. Oh my god! And it could happen. Why have we been putting money on crackles? Shit, should have just gone <laughs> deep on that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that will then create some interesting uh, situations for uh, the round of 16. The good part about. Um, a lot of this is that if Mexico goes through in one, um, then we're guaranteed to have... Because that's uh, group... Are they Me- group F? Mexico is F, yep. Okay. And uh, who is E? Uh, Brazil, Switzerland. Oh. So, so Potentially Serbia. Okay, cool. So Mexico finish on top, then they don't have to play Brazil. 
and so there are there at least a shot of of moving forward. I reckon that you there's four teams that you don't want to see in the round of sixteen, and they are Spain, Germany, uh, Brazil, and probably Belgium. I think that that's that that's pretty much I'd, where, I'd say, where yeah, it's at. I'd say so, and we are pinning our obviously our uh, our hopes on Russia. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm still team Mexico. Also Croatia. Very yep. surprising. Nine points. Yep. Uh, Once our foes, now our friends. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, half of this country exactly. is going to go off. Um, also Mexico in a huge way. Um, I'm also going to get behind um, Japan and Senegal. I don't have the best feelings about those guys, <laughs> but I'm all about them. Japan seemed to be uh, creating some weird juju about giving people red cards or like other teams are just losing their minds against them. So yeah. perhaps they'll just keep mind-fucking their way through the, uh, through the round of 16 and quarters. Here, here's hoping. So... That brings us to what we're going to do now. Australia have um, imploded. Yep. So I've got a I've got a, pr- a proposal for us. I reckon that we should do a pre-show for each round from here on. So we do a pre-show for the round of sixteen, yep. pre-show for the quarters, yep. pre-show semis, pre-show uh, final. Agreed. If a minnow makes it past the round of sixteen, uh, then for for every minnow game, um, we'll do. Uh, we'll do nicknames and we'll do a, do a quick one for that. Yep. There'll be short casts. Yep. But yeah, the further they go, I feel like we'll probably ad hoc it and, um, and go a bit deeper, but the weekly show will still happen as well. Absolutely. Which sounds like an amazing plan, uh, as we go forward into the competition, but there is one final thing. Now, Gus, as we mentioned, there is a very important game that is going to decide the fate of Group H. Yeah. It is Senegal v. Colombia. And it's going to be an absolute ripper. Yep. And sure we know will. what we need for those sort of ripping games that is going to determine the fate of minnows. We may, we now turn to our favourite mystic. Crackle the clairvoyant. Cue music. Crackle, crackle the clairvoyant. Absolutely. It's uh so we're gonna pose two crackle, two possible anthems, those of Colombia and Senegal, disguised as possible intro music for a new segment. Hey. Hey. Um quick one, just trying to uh. figure out some music for a new segment. Um just gonna play you two quick snippets and I just need you to tell me <laughs> what you think is more triumphant. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's so, so that's the first one. Um, I'm just pulling up the the next one. Hold on. Okay, so what was the verdict there? I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> the first one. Um, the second one was weird. 
Okay, so out of three, how much did you like the first one? <laughs> oh my god, not that much. Like one. Okay, so the second one, what zero? Maybe give the first one. Yeah, the first one, give it a two, and the second one was definitely a zero. Okay, so uh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for your musical <laughs> assistance, as always, and uh, for trashing one of our offerings, which I worked very hard on in the studio to write. All right. Well, I'm offended, and I'll see you at home. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Yuck, what is this oh. one? <laughs> Not a fan of Senegal. Holy shit! Yeah, that was that was some real. <laughs> that was a quick judgment yeah, as well. It was, re- it's, but it was like outright, like real, like shut it down type stuff. Yeah, she really hated it. Uh, I mean, she has a music degree. She decided to wield the uh, the sword of judgment on the poor Senegalese national anthem. So you heard it there first. Uh, Crackle the Clairvoyant has handed down a judgment of a 2-0 win to Colombia, which is terrible news for us. Yeah. And uh, obviously terrible news for Senegal. No, ab- yeah, absolutely. She's been, she's been pretty right. She's like, been okay. Three out, three out of five. Just like the meatloaf song. A- <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. And on that note, let's wrap it up. Yep. Socials. Socials, yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram, follow us at Gus and Rig. Uh, we are also at Gus and Rig on Twitter. And make sure to give us a cheeky like on Metallica. It's Metallica, but with a D. Sure is. Sure is. Are you okay? Yeah, I've got something stuck in my eye. Rig looks like he's trying to prize his eye out like in Blade Runner. He's just <laughs> <laughs> clawing at it. I'm like Terminator 1 where I'm just trying to fix my own CPU, just drag my eyeball out. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, this is really interesting for all of you guys, what it being a podcast and all, but I'm telling you, you should have seen Rig. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> well, see you later, guys. Bye. <laughs>